This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. I'm sad I'm to our listeners. Welcome to Saturday News number 901. So I'm Glab Blimoria and I offer my most loving and humble pranams. The Lord's feet of our beloved Bhagwan, Sri Sattasai Baba. Today we'll be hearing part one on, on bhajans. Actually, the uh, Prasanti Bhajan group visited the USA and they have recorded a uh, number of sessions all over USA. So let's get straight into it. This is part one. Sairam.
Many of you might know that few members of the Prashanti Bhajan group were invited to the United States by Swami students who are currently in US for a series of satsangs. They were there in the US for about 21 days and did about 8 musical presentations throughout US and a bhajan workshop that was done as a part of a special retreat in LA. This workshop on Sai Bhajans was done by Sri Ravi Kumar, Sri Amedesh Pandey and Sri Siddhartha. And as soon as I got hold of the recording of this workshop, I thought this would be a great opportunity for me to bring this special program to you listeners so that devotees from all across the world get to listen and derive joy therefrom. Now just to make some technical observations, there were a few places in this recording where the audio was not very clear. For example in the section where they explained the different genres of sai bhajans I had to replace the singing of brother Amay Ravi and Siddhartha with the voices of brother Anirudh and Anand from Radio Sai since that section had some noise issues Anyway with that introduction here is a bhajan workshop that was done by brothers Ravi Kumar Amay and Siddhartha Stay tuned dear listeners after the presentation we have some lovely bhajans from the album Bhavanjali volume 7 produced by the Sri Satyasai Media Division under the banner of Sai Blossom and at 3:30 pm we have the live telugu segment Sri Satyasai Divya Sandesh Jhari stay tuned offering our most loving pranams at the divine lotus feet of our ever present swami and invoking his presence and his benediction on this beautiful morning most revered elders dear brothers and sisters a warm and loving sairam to all of you let the name of the lord play on our lips forever that is what this bhajan echoes sada nirantar hari guna gao many years back swami was talking to a few students and it was after a particular bhajan session he was talking to students in the interview room and he said do you know what is the speciality of prashanti nilayam so everybody said swami obviously you you are the speciality you are the unique feature of prashanti prashanti nilayam doesn't exist without bhagwan and swami said no there is something more important than that more important than swami what can be there in prashanti nilayam which is more important than swami and swami said my name each and every brick each and every marble each and every inch of sai kulvant hall has been suffused by swami's name over the past 85 years i would say probably from 1950 swami said even when swami is not there in brindavan or in prashanti nilayam parthi has been one place where there have been bhajans for the past 67 years even if swami is not there in prashanti nilayam the bhajans go on that is the efficacy swami said that even when my physical form when swami would go away to brindavan bhajans would still continue in prashanti nilayam morning and evening every particle of prashanti nilayam of prashanti mandir has been suffused by the lord's name and swami went on to say that long after this body does not exist this was way back more than 10 years back swami said long after this body does not exist the name will be suffused will continue to surcharge this entire mandir and it will give strength and solace to the millions who will come over here that is the power of the lord's name swami himself said this 
in fact uh, yesterday after the evening bhajans when we were outside quite a few people came up and you know talking to us and so many of them said you know the bhajans were so nice you took us back to prashantanilayam you know we felt like we were in parthi we could feel swami's presence it it just means that it's just your devotion that was enabling you to tune in right it's one thing that prashantanilayam bhajans are being sung here but then it's just that it was your devotion that allowed you to tune in and feel like you were in parthi even though you are thousands of kilometers away right so very often we feel that we feel like we are in parthi or we feel that we could we, we feel swami's presence so then it just means that at that moment we were able to tune in so what is it to tune in now when you feel tuned in there's just you just are just enveloped by peace right you have undisturbed peace you have so much of uh, tranquil in your heart so that's it's just that which makes you feel swami's presence and isn't that what prashanti nilayam is all about all about the abode of supreme peace which means the moment you start experiencing peace in your life you are in prashanti nilayam and then how wonderful would it be if we were able to be tuned in all the time right regardless of where we are regardless of what we are doing if we are able to get that tranquility in our hearts so how do you tune in how then do you tune into that frequency well radio sai is one option <laughs> yes so many people listen to radio sai every day and they feel connected they keep telling you know we, it it's it's a link we feel like we are in parthi because we listen to radio sai the whole day we know exactly what's happening prashanti even though we're not there of course yes radio sai is a sure shot way of tuning in but swami says namasmaran or chanting the name of the lord is the best way to tune in in fact if i can add for radio sai you still need a data plan okay what if i tell you that there's one way to tune in even without a data plan even without this extension called technology right there is there is some inner technology that swami has given us to tune in and i was just going to say that namasmaran is so important and it's more powerful than the form itself that's precisely what swami meant when he said long after this body is not there when the form is not there the name will still give you that strength so radio sai pretty much depends on the form right but namasmaran is something that goes beyond the form an example swami says that uh, suppose i tell you ask you would you like to have a mango you know it's the mango season would you like to have a mango swami says when you start imagining the mango what runs in your mind you think of a ripe yellow fruit that that smell of mango that which fresh cut mango which you can enjoy swami says it will give you so much of joy you know your you'll just be drooling and waiting to get that mango swami says if i actually give you a mango in your hand the thought that comes to your mind is is this a sweet fruit or is that the sweeter fruit right you no more are in that lost in that bliss and swami says that is the difference between the form and the name the name mango gives you so much joy imagining the mango not as much comes to you when you get the form itself the mango by itself seems to be a distraction from what it actually is yes <laughs> the actual mango the experience of the mango the experience of swami gives one more example swami says if i were to tell you about a rose right the moment you close your eyes and think of the uh, you know of a of a rose what comes to your mind a beautiful red or a pink rose with so much uh, you know the completely blossomed and beautiful fragrance etc etc but when if you were to act, be actually given a rose right the first thing that hits you is the thorn 
right you uh, look for you the need thorn to be careful yeah you need, even before you look at the rose you actually look at the the stem and you know watch out for the thorn so this is an example swami gives that swami says the name and the form are like that in fact the form is almost like you're looking for a weakness in the form when the form is given to you that is why you know they often say if you were to ask a buffalo what is god to you it will describe a large black being with a uh, majestic horns and a long tail and a shining body because the buffalo can think of only god as a big buffalo the most perfect buffalo right so when we think of a form we just think of a perfect human being but the name goes beyond that and that is the importance of the name over the form by no means are we belittling the form because it is the form which actually gives us the name right satyanarayana became our swami became our beloved sai baba because of the form that he had and we love that form but swami himself says that something that is more enduring than the form is the name of the lord in fact in the nine forms of devotion that swami has said that we can use to reach him the navavida bhakti it starts with shravanam kirtanam vishnu smaranam and the other six okay so the first three are that important shravanam listening to the lord's name kirtanam where you are singing the lord's name vishnu smaranam again chanting the lord's name so the first three paths paths in the nine paths are all related to the name and how shravanam is the first first one is unless we hear his name we are not we will not be in a position to take his name properly even in music when we go to our great masters of music they say that before you become gaan pakka that is good in singing you should become kaan pakka you should become good at the ear you should become good at listening so listen to the lord's name first and then we sing his name and we chant his name so even in the nine paths of devotion the first three are related to his name and if you were to actually uh, you know take this forward swami says that the first person who gave namasmarana or kirtana to the entire world was narada right he is supposed to be the triloka sanchari he has got the visa we get visa only to to the united states but he has visa to all the three worlds and he would go all across the three worlds chanting narayana narayana so it was with him that the whole kirtana process started and over the past centuries and thousands of years there have been saints galore in india outside india all over the world who have brought this concept of kirtana or the chanting of the name of the lord namaskarana and they have gifted us to and they have shown us the power of that name so you have the likes of mirabai or tyagaraja or annamacharya or tulsidas or surdas you name them all of them had only one thing to hold on to not the form but the name of the lord and swami goes on to say that some so all while all of this was kirtana swami says what we need to add to it is samkirtana which is samyak kirtana which is doing kirtana together and this was introduced to all of us by guru nanak ji guru nanak was the one who introduced samkirtana to all of us that is what is the power of community singing uh, an example that i recall which swami says was for why we should do community singing swami says suppose you are traveling from bangalore to puttaparthi you know a bunch or of let us say from los angeles to so, san jose or the san diego okay so you're going in a caravan of cars yes there's a convoy of cars going 
And Swami says, you obviously have your headlights on if you're driving in the night. And the advantage of driving together is that supposing someone's headlights fail, you still have lights on the road because somebody else's headlights show you the road. Swami says that's the importance of singing together because somebody else's devotion could take you closer to the Lord. So that, that's an advantage that community singing gives vis-a-vis -vis singing as an individual. Swami gives two more examples of why it is necessary to sing aloud. So why not just do Namaspanana inside your head? Right? I could, I could just be standing here and... It's going on. You can't hear it. But Namaspanana is going on inside. What is the necessity for us to speak out loud? Oftentimes, you know, we come to the bhajan session and then we start meditating. Okay, and Swami would be so against that because he said, having come to the bhajan hall, that is not the place for you to meditate. Right? You have to sit in the bhajans and chant aloud the Lord's name. And Swami gives a very beautiful example over here. Swami says, in the olden days in India, what would happen is there were no street lamps. So you had only earthen lamps which were, uh, you know, which would light up the house. What the housewife would often do is she will keep that earthen lamp on the edge of the house. You know, on the threshold of the house, the lamp will be kept over there. And the advantage of that is it lights up the outside as well as it lights up the inside. Swami says, this is the threshold of our, this house called the body. The mouth is the threshold of this house called body. When you actually chant it aloud, it not only lights the outside, it also lights up the inside. And that is the beauty of singing aloud the Lord's name. Another, uh, how Swami, you know, very beautifully and humorously puts it. He said, why should you say the Lord's name aloud? He says, suppose you have fallen into a well. Let's all admit that having come into this world, we have fallen into it. This is a well we have fallen into. We are trying to get out of this well. He says, Swami says, that if you just think in your mind, you know what I was thinking? I was actually screaming out for help, saying, please take me out. Says, Swami says, if you are in the well and if you are thinking, saying that, please somebody help me, nobody is going to come and help you. So he says, shout and say, somebody help me, get me out of this well. No, that is how you must pray to the Lord, saying, Swami, help me cross this ocean of samsara. And that is why we must chant it loudly. The other uh, important example that Swami gives is, when compared to all other forms of sadhana, you know, like there, are, there is japa, there is dhyana, there is yajna, there is yoga, there is yaga. Why is namaspanana even better than all of these? Swami gives a very fantastic reason. Swami says, all of these others, you know, pranayama or yoga or dhyana, they help only the individual. The, the individual who is doing it is benefited from it. It does not help the community at large. But namaspanana is one thing and sankirtana is one thing that can not only benefit yourself, but it benefits everybody around, whether they know it or not. That is why Swami started Nagar Sankirtan. Why it was so important? He said, the, there's so much of pollution, not the physical pollution, not the carbon monoxide, but the pollution of our thoughts, the pollution of our prejudices. And that can be cleansed only by chanting of the Lord's name. And that is why it is necessary that we actually do Nagar Sankirtan. And just by singing bhajans, we are cleansing the entire atmosphere. That is the power of Namaspana. It not only helps us, it helps everybody around us. So in a sense, if you look at, you know, if all, if you look at all the centuries that have come, every master came and he gave this, someone like Adi Shankaracharya, can you believe it? Adi Shankaracharya is supposed to be the master of Advaitic philosophy. Okay, he said there is only one. Advaita, there is one and there is no second. 
ईवन ही अल्टीमेटली केम डाउन टू भज गोविंदम भज गोविंदम गोविंदम भज मूडमते ही सेज ओ मैन ओ फूलिश माइंड चैंड द नेम ऑफ द लॉर्ड दो ही सेट एक्चुअली देर इज ओनली वन सो इट वॉज इफ यू लुक एट ऑल द हिस्ट्री ऑफ यू नो संकीर्तना दैट वी हैव और ऑल फिलोसफीज दैट वी हैव we feel you know that it is all culminated into this glorious gift that swami has given us which is the sai bhajans and we will tell you why we think that sai bhajans is the culmination of all the prayers of all the saints and sages it was almost like god coming and giving a gift he is paying his tribute to all of those saints by saying here let me give you something that everybody can chant and all the sages and saints i'm sure are rejoicing because of this gift that swami has given all of us and that is sai bhajans so how did this uh, sai bhajans how did it evolve as uh, brother kartik was mentioning yesterday that bhajans in fact started with swami being the first bhajan singer he was the bhajan coordinator he was the bhajan follower he was everything he was a one person doing it all in prashanti nilayam so when uh, when devotees would come into prashanti nilayam swami would call all of them say you know 9 o'clock there is bhajans you should all come into the bhajan hall call everyone into the bhajan hall and who is there leading the bhajans swami himself would lead the bhajans and in fact there were days when he would sing one bhajan but in his own unique and you know melodious way and uh, get people to follow it a bhajan like this for example bhagwan this bhajan would go on for half an hour <laughs> and in several speeds so this is how it started with swami being the only lead singer there in prashanti nilayam and then a few years later a few year, few other elders joined like we have uh, mr erradi who is still there in the in prashanti nilayam sings bhajans so along with him and uh, yeah, rajareddy garu pandurang dikshit garu and mr mohan rao veena veena vijayamagaru veena vijayamagaru so there were four four or five singers at the most and these four or five singers would lead the entire bhajan session entire bhajan session for half an hour is very good but an entire shivaratri bhajan session yeah but they had to do it so they started doing it so uh, mr eradi so beautifully recounted to us and said that he was thinking one morning one shivaratri morning after an entire night of singing and they were really tired and he thought swami it's okay now we are a little young 
but what will happen a few years later you know i am getting old raja reddy garu is getting old mohan rao garu is getting old vijayamma garu is getting old so what is going to happen to your bhajans he was just thinking within himself and then swami came for the morning session the shivaratri morning the concluding session swami came walked up straight to mr erardi and told him okay listeners next week we'll find out what swami has told him saram to you all episodes use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand on air.